Welcome to RIT Talk. We're here to raise awareness about mental health. One way of doing that is to talk about it. And that's what we're going to do. Have a great day. Don't quit. And keep pushing forward. Today, we're going to talk with Kurt. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks, Barry. Uh, Kurt Nelson. I uh, currently work as fire captain and paramedic for Royal Metro Fire. I'm uh, assigned to Engine 1 on B-Shift. Um, I'm also on the Hazmat Tech team as well. I've been with the department. I'm coming up on my 14th year, um, actually, this year. So, pretty good stint. I uh, did a little bit of time in uh, Winter Haven before then, just out of the academy, but pretty much my career has been with Royal Metro Fire in Yuma. Okay. So why, uh, why'd you choose this profession? So my story is actually a little bit unorthodox, to be honest with you. Um, so coming right out of high school, uh, my mom was working for a uh, city of PD, um, was mm -hmm. a out there. And, um, you know, I kind of wanted to go into that uh, police role. That was kind of my plan initially right out of okay. high school. And, uh, so we're kind of sitting down one day right after graduate, kind of having lunch and stuff and, and figuring that out and, uh, quickly realized that you can't get into the, uh, police Academy, um, until I believe it was 20 or 21, something like that. And I was, okay. 18. um, so it was actually my, my mother who pitched the idea. I said, Hey, why don't you do the fire Academy? See how you <laughs> like that. You can do that for a few years. And then when you turn, you know, 21, you can jump over and you go get a real job. <laughs> basically you know she, obviously yeah we, we we had a good little joke about that so that was kind of my plan so okay went ahead and uh took fire academy emt obviously got hired on like i said over at winter haven for a couple months and i got the full-time gig at real match of fire um and then i caught that that first that first house fire you know with that first interior attack and since then i i knew what i wanted to do i was hooked you know i was it was still a form of public service, you know, just like, you know, the police do. Yeah. Um, but it, it just, it, something clicked in me, you know, as soon as I had that house fire, I got to feel that, um, you know, see what it's all about, what the job has to offer. You know, obviously I'd had some medical calls at that point as well. Um, and I just knew right then and there, I was like, nah, this, this is where I, where I want to be. This is where I'm going to stay. So the rest okay. is history. All right. Sounds like a good enough excuse. Yeah, like I said, it's a little bit unorthodox start, but I mean, hey, you know what? It worked out. That's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> was your uh, was your mom upset that you didn't go to the other side? Or... Uh, not really. I mean, she no. she got it. You know, she could tell. Like she could tell I was passionate about it right away. You know, and okay, see, like any mother wants. You know, she just wants. You know, find your passion. So I had found mine. So she was she was grateful. Obviously. You know, there was a lot of jokes back and forth, like I'm sure you experienced today. Like I still experience, you know, with fire and police and, you know, we, we yeah. have a back and forth banter. So of good. course, some of that. <laughs> oh, good. Good. So I got uh, one more question. What uh, What's one thing that you think would help with a uh, firefighter, first responder, mental health? So that's a great question. Um, that's one I actually was, I've been thinking about, um, you know, last couple of days, you know, cause I knew I was going to do this with you. Um, and I really think, you know, just speaking from my experience and what I've seen, um, not just me personally, but like some of the guys around us or around mm -hmm. me that I've worked with, I think there needs to be more, um, focus, if you will, on life outside of the fire department. 
Um, okay. I think it's very easy. And again, I, I did this for many, many years and I still catch myself doing it to this day is you give so much of yourself to the fire department mentally. Um, and you really forget about some of those things that are important when we actually clock out and go home. Um, I think having that strong support system at home, having those healthy relationships, having a healthy avenue to release stress when you go home is very, very important. Because if you don't, if you don't, if you neglect those things, then obviously that causes stress in many different avenues uh, that we can probably talk about all day. But in reality, a lot of that stuff bleeds onto shift. So I yeah. think, yeah. I really think that a more importance needs to be put on having a healthy um, home life, if you will, having a good support system to where, you know, if you do have that bad shift, like we always do, um, when you go home, you're not just sitting there in your thoughts, right? You got an avenue, whether it's, you know, talk, having a good solid, like a rock of a spouse to talk to about it that understands the job, um, you know, healthy eating habits, obviously, right? Um, going to the gym, you know, you got to have that home life that supports this type of career field. You've got to have something to be able to channel that stress and, and, and work through that. You can't just go home and, you know, sit there and try not to think about it or, or not do something positive. Um, I think that is really, it really goes a long ways. Um, okay. I know I've focused on that now for, for many, many years um, because, you know, especially early on in the career, I realized, you know, like I was so focused on the fire department. I worked all this overtime and that's all I ever wanted to do, which, cause it's a great job, right? That's the, you know, that's what we get into this for. We just want to be around it all the time. And then next thing you know, it's like, well, you know, you still got to have a life outside of the fire department as well to maintain that healthy work-life balance that everybody always talks about. Um, I think it's really, really challenging in this, in this career field, just because of everything that it has that comes with it to yeah. forget about that work-life balance, you know, and, and I've, I've seen, you know, I'm not going to throw the guy's name out there, but I know one of my mentors that, uh, you know, recently retired just a few years ago. And, uh, you know, he, I felt like he gave 99% of his mental capacity to the fire department. So when he retired, you, you could see that it's like, you know, it was almost like when you had that conversation with him, it's almost like, what do I do now? You know, he doesn't, he doesn't have that camaraderie anymore. Um, and I think that's really important to where, you know, once you get to the end of your career, you still have to have those, those positive things outside of this awesome career to uh, still move through life. There you go. Well said. I agree. Yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's a great career. Um, I just, I think that the best thing that we can do is, is try to turn some of those negative effects from the career, you know, stressful calls, things like that, and, and try to translate that into, you know, finding avenues outside of the, the workplace to, to, to channel it, kind of turn it positive and, you know, not just keep it to ourselves. And I mean, you got, you, you got to open up, you got to have somebody to talk to, you know, I, like, especially me again, for years, you know, I caught myself where all I ever associated with, all I ever hung out with was people from my fire department, you know? So that could be very easy to almost kind of get that bubble going, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or that box or that comfort zone. You know, I think we got to think about stepping outside of that sometimes and, and really, you know, finding other um, channels to kind of, to work with as well, just so you get that healthy work-life balance. I mean, that's what it's all about at the end of the day. I mean, you hear that all the time in the fire service, you, you know, read in articles and videos, they talk about work-life balance, work-life balance. Well, you know, if you don't think about that early on in your career, next thing you know, it's been 20 years and you're like, whoa, like all mm -hmm. I've ever 
really thought about and put my energy in is the fire department. Like, so yeah, obviously this takes a lot. Um, this career field takes a lot, you know, it takes buy-in, right? You got to buy in, or you're not going to be successful. Um, but at the same time, you still got to have that strong support system at home to, you know, you got to have something to go home to for real, <laughs> you know? All right. I like it. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, no, <laughs> I mean, really appreciate all the, all the work you're doing in the community. I was just telling some of my guys about, uh, they seen my hat, uh, yesterday on shift and they were kind of asking me some questions about it. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, we really appreciate right. going out there for sure. Trying little by little. Hey, hey, you know what? That's all it, it, that's all it takes. Little steps turns into big results. We all know that. All right. Well, thanks for coming on and I'll all talk right. to you later. All right. Thanks, Barry.